0: In your Bible reading, thinking, I'm not going to take on this day until I get something in here. and here to here, and then I'm ready for the day. That's wonderful. Some of us just might begin a routine. And I can tell you this, if you find yourself in a routine, getting ready for the day, you're going to be in trouble because the Holy Spirit will renew. Isn't His mercies renewed every day? Isn't it that God wants to do something amazing in your life for that day? Is he not in control of you and he wants to use you to do something of great value for him? How many people believe that you're not saved just to sit? You're saved to serve. How many people believe there is a place of serving him on that day? Let me see the hands. I ask questions. I want to see those who want to hear. Now, if you say, I'm not sure, see, this is where God's word is ready. His word is ready because he wants us to be a doer of what we hear to be truth. So if the word says this, he wants us to be actively involved in stepping into that. If not, then he will make corrections. He will renew the mind until the mind is set on what he says is important. Then guess what? Our desires and our hearts change. We don't do the same things as we used to do. We do different things. It's not like you knew that before you got saved. You thought... How many people thought you had to clean yourself up before you came to church? I've asked people, why don't you come to church? Well, if I came in the doors of that church, it would burn down. How many people heard that response? Like, if I walk into church, my goodness. uh, uh, What does that mean? We all come because we're sick. This is a hospital. It's not like anybody has arrived here. I've not, I'm not, uh, uh, this is not a cut down. I've not met someone here yet that has not made a mistake. The only person I meet here that hasn't is Jesus. And thank God he shows up because this boy right here needs some helping. So let's get real. I start my day because I need him. I start my day and give him time, clear my mind, because I need him for the day. I don't know what's ahead of me. I have no idea. I might be facing death that day. How are we to know? Should we not be prepared? Don't you think God wants to prepare you for your day? Doesn't he want to pull you close and give you some idea of what's about to come? Or is he the kind of God that's distance and said, well, you're on your own. I know it's a sinful world. As a matter of fact, I told my disciples, I'm going to send you amongst wolves. And I'm going to call you a sheep. And I'm going to send you in wolves. How many people like that statement? He's going to send us amongst wolves and I'm only a sheep? That doesn't sound very good. So guess what? He doesn't send us out to be devoured he sends us out to destroy the works of the enemy. And I don't care if you're a sheep. You can do it. So what we need to do is renew this mind. So we have been, I'm going to go back a little bit here today into some things. And I want to set some ground rules of what we've done. The armor of God is an awesome thing. It is an awesome thing. Today we're going to shroud our feet with the gospel of peace. Shroud our feet with the gospel of peace. Okay, that's our goal today, but first let's do this. Let's go back a couple of steps and we're gonna read this, and we're gonna read this to be renewed. We're not gonna just read it for words on a page. We're gonna read this each week to be renewed. And someone here, I know, including myself, I read this to change, knowing I need Jesus. The recognition of my day is this. I can't do it without him. But with him I can do all things. You see, there's a difference. I can step into my day thinking, mm, okay, I'm not sure. Or I can step into a routine. I think I know what's going on. Or I can step saying, Jesus, I need some help. I don't know what's ahead of me, but I know with you, all things are possible. You see, there's a way to walk into your life ready. Or there's a way you can be sitting. Stand, it says. Stand firm. Let's read this together. Finally, be strong in the Lord in his strength of his might. Put on the forearm of God so that you will be able to stand against, we know, his schemes and his wiles, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what they are. I don't know what's going to happen your day tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen your day today. But I do know what? There's a schemer, and he is ready. He has watched you. He has seen you. He's seen when you rised up in faith, and it made him shiver. And he's seen you when you sat down in laziness and thinking you have it in control. He says, there's where I can come in. So he's waiting. He's not leaving. Anybody believe that he is on? I, I am on his list. <laughs> when I got saved, it's like Jesus came in my life. He changed me. Praise the Lord. But guess what happened? I was on the devil's list. He says, i got him. One day, no more. Jen Barton was moved from the devil's list Over to the other list of life. And I tell you what, that was a good day for me. I didn't fully understand it. I don't need to. I don't have to ask all the questions the world's asking. I don't have to answer all the questions the world's asking. But what I can do is this. I'm a different man today because I said yes to Jesus one day. He took me from the devil's list, the miry clay, and he put me on solid ground. Did I know it all? Nope, still working on it. But here's the thing. Once he starts a good work in me, guess what the word says? He's going to continue that work until the day of completion. So guess what? We're going to do this thing together. Can you imagine doing this kind of work together? What's possible for two? What's possible in three? What's possible in the story of 12? What's possible in the story of 120? 120. And you could be one. That's what's so exciting to me. I can't wait to see what God's going to do in the midst. And when you guys stoked me today, I felt the Spirit of God moving in here. I felt it. I felt the music. I felt everything. I sat back there, and I cried in joy. <laughs> because I knew in that somebody is going to rise up someone's going to get off their bed and rise up someone was sick and now they're healed see I know when I see God move that God doesn't move just in behalf of knowing who he is he's going to move and not only that he's going to move through you so you feel a part of his good thing see he doesn't leave us to sit he doesn't leave us to be in a bed thinking oh what can I do he doesn't leave us there he's a good God isn't he He's going to use every one of us. So are you ready for this today? There are a schemer against us. Also, as we read on, next verses, for our struggle is not with our wife. Our struggle is not with our kids. Our struggle is not with our employment, not with our family members, not with cousins, not with any of those, not even the one who faces you today at the grocery store and looks at you with hate. That is not the one, or the one behind you. I get this all the time. One behind you or the one in front of you that makes you frustrated when you're driving. My, no, I'm not gonna bring her up. But anyway, we have to learn that those people are not against me, because my battle's not with you. I can laugh at that and say, Mm-mm, not today, because I can identify. How can I identify? Because something is stirring up in me. See, that's what God's Word does. It stirs up into me so I can recognize things a little easier. Before, I might get a little razzled. I might get a little, you know what I'm saying? Someone on my butt in my car, oh, here's my brake. <laughs> you, isn't that fun? <laughs> or you put your emergency flashes on just to see what that does. I've done that before because it looks like my brake's going, the person behind you going, What? And I just laugh because I know that I'm winning. Or someone in front of you. You've got to be in an appointment, and you've got, you got it all planned out. You leave just on time, and you get behind a school bus. Really? You know what I'm saying? And so we have to identify because the trigger points are all different. We don't know the enemy's tactic. All he wants to do is he wants to get in and he wants to lie to us. He wants to lie to discourage us. He wants us to lie to keep ourselves in the bed. Not God. He's got something planned. So let's get things clear here. Let's be able to go on to these things and say, Mm-mm, not on my watch. Let's be able to identify him and those things. Can we do that? Well, I wanted to pull this up. I know we've seen this slide before, but I wanted to pull this up because often we forget how he works. So why don't we find out what the enemy looks like okay can we do that for a minute not to give him any glory because if we identify him we're not glorifying him we're calling him out it's like david and goliath i just love the story because goliath comes he comes with this someone come against me and he stands so proud standing up firm look at me i'm nine feet tall and here comes little David. You, so I'm telling you today, and you, if, you don't know, if you don't know that story, go get it. That is an awesome story. So we don't know. What, what we know is this. We got to identify someone who comes against the Lord. You come against my Lord and Savior? You come against my God? Oh, watch him stir himself up. Now here's how he does this. He comes in what? Satan? Here's his name. The devil, Lucifer, tempter, ruler. Prince of darkness, accuser, father of lies. All those are different ways. He knows how to do it, when to do it, and he's asking for permission. No, he don't ask for permission. We know he's not given all authority. The Bible says all authority has been given to Christ Jesus, to him alone. So no authority has been given to him, but there's power given to him. He's been able to deceive He's been able to lie. He's been able to lure your way. He's able to tempt you. These kinds of things, he has the power to do. Anybody believe that he has power to do that? Anybody that's done sin before, we all have done it, can say, yes, I have been deceived. I've been lied to. I've been lured away. I've all these things Satan has done. We have to identify him and say, mm-hmm, that looks good, but that doesn't line up. Uh-huh, that, that, that feels good. You have somebody stoke you to make you feel better. Boy, you're looking good today fine young man right here. And before you know it, I can be stoking and make him feel better. And all of a sudden, I can then lie to you. You see, we have to be careful that what we hear aligns to the God's word that we know to be true. Because why? We've meditated on it. It's ready. It's there. It has a lot to do with sh- shrouding your feet. So we identify him. Just keep that in mind. He does what he does. Now, Meditate. Here's how you, here's how I want you to start to look at this, okay? First of all, you must meditate on God's Word daily. If it's not in your practice, practice right now. Change the way you do tomorrow. Change it. Change it. I am going to be in God's Word daily. I'm, say, I am going to be in God's Word daily. Because I must meditate, the Bible said meditate it day and night. There is a power in meditating on his word. Don't think you've got it figured out. Allow his word to speak to you. Allow his word through what he speaks in truth to change the way you think, no matter where you are in 50 years knowing him or just a day. Right now, we all need renewed. We all do. Meditate on his word daily. Renew the way you think. Next, identify. By that truth, you can identify. You can identify him, okay? Identify your enemy. Point him out. Now, here's what I do, and I'm getting better at it. I, <laughs> I point him out. I point him out. I point him out because I see him. Now, we go back to the other word, deceiver, lure array, tempter, all the things he does, he liar. point him out and say, ah, I see you there. I see you there. Identify him. He doesn't like that. Because guess what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next when you identify you're in battle? Are you going to put weapons on? Aren't you? Someone comes to your house. Your house that you built, you bought, whatever. It's your house. you got a family in that house. Someone tries to get through the window, and it's not a good thing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Someone's coming in your house, and anybody, any man that's in here, if he's a real man, is this. You come in my house, you're dealing with me. And I'm going to go get a weapon. My weapon isn't reasoning. I'm not going to come to you and ask you why. Excuse me, Mr. Robber. You seem like a nice gentleman today. You look like you're a little desperate. I know I have some things in the house that you like to have. Maybe we can negotiate. Can we negotiate something? I can give you my TV, you can give me a slap in the face. I don't know, whatever it is. You see what I'm saying? You don't negotiate, you're ready. Someone comes to your house to steal, kill, and destroy, you are going to pick up a weapon, and you're going to defend what you know is yours. Is that right? So why is it different where the Holy Spirit resides in your body? You are the temple of God. What makes a difference of the home of the Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit worthy enough for you to protect it? I's the Holy Spirit, the word of God that you put in your heart, isn't it? Isn't it worthy enough to protect it? So who's coming into this home? Who's coming in this home? The way you protect your home is through His word. And then you can see it coming. I can see you there. I can point you out. I know what you're up to. none of my watch. I'm going to stand up, I'm going to be on guard, and I'm ready. You see what I'm saying? The way I'm ready is because truth has allowed me to see you and your tactic and the buttons that you're trying to push. I identify you, and I will come against you. I will stand firm. And then clear your mind. See, this is part of it. You've got to be able to identify him, and then you've got to clear your mind. How many ladies here can get a little anxious? How many men in here can speak up in anger? You see, everybody here has an issue with this. Everybody pointed their head and said, here's an issue. There's an issue here. God's not done with you yet. That's the good news. God's not done with you yet. He's going to renew the mind if you stay daily in his word. Okay? Renew it every time. This needs help. This, you ever Knock some sense into it. That doesn't have, that's not how it works. You don't bang your head against the wall. Bam, there you go. I got an idea. doesn't happen that way. Okay, truth will do it. Truth will always do it. It's so wonderful. God's Bible given to us is the most incredible thing. Clear your mind, renew your mind. What word are you standing on? You hear me say it all the time. If you're facing something, you identify them. I'm going to ask you a question anybody will. What truth of God's word are you standing on at this moment? If you know there's a war, about to hit you've cleared your mind okay you stopped your normal reaction you're not going to do what you normally do because i'm renewed daily i'm not going to do it okay now you stopped it. okay okay i'm not going to go this way i'm going to clear my i'm going to clear my mind why because i know his word is coming to me i know the holy spirit leads me in all truth and it's coming i'm not going to worry i'm coming i got to clear it and be ready what word are you standing on have you got a clear mind because I guarantee this, if you stand on his word, if you stand on it, something is going to happen in the benefit of you. Victory, okay? Then, gird up. My wife says, she doesn't like the word gird. I like gird. I don't know about you. Gird is good. Gird is good. Gird. Gird. It sounds like, <laughs> my daughter says, it sounds like spoiled milk. No, that's Curd. This is gird, okay. Gird up in truth. And everybody says, well, what's that look like? And every, it just says a belt, a belt of truth in some translations. And I know belt of truth gives us an example of when you put it on. Okay, but we don't normally put a belt on until we got our trousers on, we got everything. We're looking good. Okay, I got to keep my trousers up, so I put a belt on. You're not really thinking about it in the right way. See, when you identify the enemy, what they did in the old time, they had to gird up their robe and get it ready. Like, I see you there. Mm-hmm, you know. Turn, tie it gird up, okay? Now I'm ready. Now you can't get in here because I identified you, you see? So, gird up in truth. Truth. Only truth. Can't gird up in reasoning. Can't gird up and say, well, I've heard this before. This is what someone told me. That must be true. That's not the way it goes. Traditions don't do it either. Man's tradition will not work. Will not work. God's way is the way, right? So gird up in truth. And then what we do, Let's hold to it, I hold to it. I gird up, it's with me. And then I what? Put on the breastplate of righteousness. We hate protects what? We all talked about this last week. Protects the heart. Where it's heart. How important is the heart? Holy Spirit resides in the belly of man, heart. And the word of God is hidden there. Meditate on it. That's powerful. I mean there, there's you can and what you do in righteousness, righteousness, doing the right thing in truth will always, always protect it. it doesn't matter the outcome. It doesn't matter if you see something happening for you. It doesn't matter. If I walk in truth. Guess what's going to happen? I'm guarded. I don't have to see anything. I know that what he said is true. Does that make sense? We will do that. Now we're caught up. Now what's the next thing you do? It says to shroud your feet. Why? Now, some of you might ask the question, well, what does it mean to shroud? So preparation. Having shroud your feet with the preparation of the gospel or readiness. Okay, what does that mean? Readiness. I'm going to put readiness on my feet, which represents the gospel of peace. How many people know your life was a mess before Jesus, and afterwards it all started to become crystal clear? It's not the chaos that can come your way stopped. It's that you had peace. Something came in your life. It's called peace. He's the giver of peace. He's the one that leaves us peace. It's amazing. He's the prince of peace. It's the kind of peace you cannot identify. It's not the one you say, hey, everything's cool. I can lay down and sleep. It's the kind that you stand up going, it doesn't matter what is happening. It doesn't matter if I'm winning. I don't have to see it. All I got to know is I'm sitting here, and God is with me who can be against me. It's amazing. It's the kind of peace that's a weapon, A kind of peace that will hit Satan right in the jaw kind of peace that I don't have to you know look for it it's given to me it's found in the gospel in the gospel that's why it's the gospel of peace it sets you free think about your life before Jesus think about it just for a moment and then think about what happened when you said yes to him you surrendered something happened burdens lifted Situations changed. You know, if you're right now, and you were saved before in Jesus Christ, and you were lifted, and you knew that, and right now you're stumbling, I'm telling you what, God's Word is not in your life. God's Word is not part of what you do on a regular basis. You've allowed, Holy Spirit's trying to get something from it, and you don't have it because you're not opening your Word. I'm telling you, if you're saved today, open His Word. Let that speak to you. It will not keep you in a place like a sickbed. It will rise you up. Arise and shine. Your light has come. And the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. Though the darkness is all around, the depth of man's heart is dark. You see, it even says it's going to be darkness. But guess what? We don't sleep when it's dark. We rise. So if your life right now seems dark, you rise. And it says, the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. He doesn't just leave us. <laughs> he loves us so much. He holds us tight. and He says, okay, we're, we're going to glory together here. Watch and see if you rise. Everybody believe that. So it doesn't matter the darkness. I don't even have to discover it. I don't even have to know it in you. I don't have to know it anything. I just know I'm going to rise. How am I going to rise? How am I going to be a light of his glory? Through the gospel of peace. Through the gospel, I rise. That's the light. If you share it, you'll brightly shine. If you don't share it, you'll put a lampshade over your light. That's the truth of it. Now, some people say, Well, how do we share? I don't, it's not preaching. Everybody thinks God's word is like fire and brimstone. This is how you preach God. Now, I know there's preachers that can do that. I'm not saying, but you individually do not have to be any stage to bring the gospel to somebody. This is so easy it is. You can see hurt all around you. You know when you see it, you're like, wow, something. The Holy Spirit will lead you into that. You ask the questions, how you doing today? Oh, well, you know, I just lost, you see what I'm saying? Before you know it, you're like, you start to feel, you start to listen. And before you know it, Christ comes in. You share the goodness of his gospel. Because we know the gospel brings what, peace. What do we really need? See, there's a there's something incredible about the gospel of peace, and this is what we're living. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how many people know track shoe? Everybody knows a track shoe. You may not use it anymore. This is a young, young man's track shoe, and I borrowed it from him, not mine. I tripped, if you remember the story, I tripped over a hurdle. Let's not go there. It was a a very disturbing day for me. But this is a track shoe. Now, tell me something. If I'm getting ready for track and I'm going to run, should I change my shoes? Should I change them? Or should I run in my stompers today? That would not be good. I like when people go to different events and they wear their flip-flops. Why do you have flip-flops on? End up hurting themselves that day. It's like, you wore the wrong shoes. If you're going to get active, don't wear flip-flops. They're there just to walk comfortably. That's all they're used for. But if you want to get active, you put the right shoes on, right? So if I'm going to get and do something for Jesus, and I see an enemy for who he really is, see, here's what we don't know. We see something happening, and we just fight it in the flesh. We're just going to go after it. We're going to yell just because they're yelling. We're going to lift up the thing. But you know what? And there is where we are. We never put any shoes on, did we? Because we didn't really identify the enemy in it. And if you really know the enemy, you know he's going to kill you. It's a different kind of game, isn't it? This argument, if I do not handle it correctly, I am going to allow the enemy to defeat me. Because I don't see him. He's not this, he's not this big old, I like the movies today with all this graphics, right? They make, they make evil look so... And everybody's scared. You see something come out of the wall. You're like, oh. Why do we do that? See, that's the work of the enemy because it makes him look so powerful. And then we, what's it do? It brings fear in. Right? Brings fear in. So we don't even want to think about it. Don't think about it. It's it's better that way. Then you just fight people. See what I mean? See? She agrees with me. But if you see him for who he is and what he is doing, then you're going to put something on to defeat him. It's that your weapons are not going to be picked up. They're going to be left down if you don't really see the battle. And all of you say, "What's well, just an argument. It's not. Really? And you're going to react in unrighteousness? You're not going to act in righteousness? You're not going to do what God wants you to do? Men, should you get angry? Men, should you get angry? It's pretty simple. Be quick to Listen. Slow to speak. And slow to become angry. Because the anger of man will never lead to the righteousness of God. Never. So should you get angry? As soon as you got angry, the devil's like, thank you for joining me today. Appreciate it. I'm going to kill you, but thank you for working for me. But you can say, "Mm -mm, not on my watch. I can see you there. You're trying to push a button, and you're not going to. Not today because I'm putting on my peace from the gospel. I'm ready. I'm prepared. So if I'm going to run track, I'm going to take off my shoe, and I'm going to put on a shoe that I know I need. You know what? Maybe I'll just leave it on because I don't know when he's going to come. If you look at those three beginners, it says having. Having. First three of them, having. The next are what? Take up. So here's what we do. I'm, I'm going to leave those shoes on because it's the gospel of peace. Do I, do I let the gospel, do I, do I take the gospel out of my life? Do I take the gospel of peace knowing that every moment I could sit down and what I say is peaceful, is sound? Am I, I'll never take those shoes off. Now, the breastplate of righteousness, would I ever take off anything that's going to protect the word of God? Anything that's going to be there to protect where the spirit resides? Or am I just going to keep that on? Am I going to take it up and I'm going to keep it on? I'm going to keep that breastplate on. I'm going to keep my shoes on. And it says, how about this? How about the gird of truth? Now, back then they had to gird up. Why don't we just keep it on? What am I ever going to take truth off? When are you ever going to leave the Bible, sit on the stand beside your bed, and not pick it up? You just took off your belt. It's a matter of time before this is going to get ruined. So we keep it on. How many people believe it's? We should probably keep it on. Now, when we talk about faith that's coming up. Shield of faith is sort of the word in the helmet of salvation. Okay, often we've got to remember. Often we're going to have to fight. Often we're going to have to deflect, okay? We might need to pick them up quickly. We don't put them off. I'm going to keep them close to me. I'm going to keep them close to me. But I'm not always in faith. Sometimes I need encouraged in faith. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes I can't be as faithful as I want. It's not that I want to set the, the shield down. It's, it's because I can, I can pick it up. I need faith. How do I pick up faith? Faith comes by hearing and by hearing God's word. You see, now I can, I, it's in a day, I can build faith. So when I put it on, there's a the difference of being I can have faith in knowing he's my God. You see, I have faith that Jesus is my Lord. Now, how can I have faith in what I do? See, there's a difference. I have faith in Christ for who he is. Listen to me. But when I'm facing an enemy, now I have to, be, I have, to have faith in what I know and what I'm about to do with my shield. You see? Then I'll recognize those fiery darts. I can see them coming. I, you know, I can identify you. So we're going to do this. Right, so shoes. You need to change your shoes. You need to put on truth. You need to put it in a way that is peace. Gospel of peace. It's very clear. It is the gospel of salvation. Everybody knows that. It is the gospel of peace. Can the gospel bring peace to your life right now? Shroud up those feet. Now, shrouding means protecting. Putting those things on to protect your shins and your toes. Even had these, these they, they talked about spikes underneath. So when I get them in there, it's like these spikes of these shoes here. If I'm going to run track, I want some grip. I want to be able to tear it up. Right? may not be first in line, but I'll be there. Tear it up. That's why I get spikes. So to identify the shoes, are a little different than the normal shoes. So I need to pick those up. I need to be ready. And in those shoes, I will find... I will no shoes. I will find the peace of the gospel. I'm going to walk according to the peace of the gospel. That's what it represents to me. Is peace what I do? Bible says these things. I'm going to share them real quickly. I know I'm running out of time. Is this peace comes from Christ? Listen, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. To do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Or let it be fearful. That's the power of peace. You understand what I'm saying? He gives it. Where's it come from? Where's peace come from? How's he give it through the gospel? It's given to you. Good thing we know the gospel, right? The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who what make peace. What else we know about the peace? We we know blessed are the peacemakers. They shall inherit. They should be called, I'm sorry, the children of God. How important is him calling you a child of God? He wants to name you, claim you. It's what he does, the child of God. So what he sees from you as he makes you part of his family is this. I see a man of what? Peace. I see a woman of peace. Matthew 10 says this. And when you go into a household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your... So you have it, don't you? Let your. So Jesus gives it, leaves it. It's from him, but he gives you ownership of it. He gives it to you so that you can change your household for him. You have it on you. Where is it? Gospel peace is shrouded on my feet. I am walking in it. I'm going to enter a house with it. But it says this, peace be upon it. Let your peace be upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. So it's important that we do that, is it not? Next week, we're going to do this. We're going go to go into the next one, which is anybody tell me what the next one before my computer Shield. decides not to. Oh, there it is. What is it? Shield of faith. There's a specific order, there's a reason for the order. Next week, we'll get into that. Father, thank you. Thank you, God, that there's so much we need to learn. There's so many things we need to know about our lives, what our buttons are, all these things. But, Lord, I know this. We're walking according to your goodwill. Lord, we're always going to have an enemy. We don't always can identify him, Father. I pray through this series we'll be able to identify him more easily. Point him out. And, God, with truth, man, I'm telling you, Lord, with your truth, Lord, as we gird that up, Lord, as we gird in it, lord and also with the blessed way of righteousness the truth always will lead to doing the right thing in righteousness we're protected and father now we're putting these things upon our feet we're shrouding our feet with the peace the readiness ready in preparation of the peace of the gospel i thank you father for your goodness you're a good god you care about us in jesus name